Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. What a weird order I just went in right there. It works, no matter what time of day it is, wherever you are. Wherever you are, listening from the depths of Hades or, you know, on the other side of the world. Oh, God. Continents around, around these areas. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the first 2023 episode of Janine Between the Lines, Literature and Lifestyle for Leisure. I have a fun thing today. And when I say things are fun, you guys know that my standard of fun is usually, uh, I have pretty, I have pretty low standards of fun because I don't really do much, but I have a special guest today and her name is... I just forgot your name. Corinne freaking Madeira. Hi, everyone. She had to look at the script before she announced it. Yeah, I was like looking at How do I spell her name again? I found her off the street and I was like, I'm doing one of those real life, (laughs) in the real world, finding a stray. One of those LA. Oh my God. I would like, that's, that's exactly what I did. That's where I found you, right? Off the street? Exactly. We just met. Instant connection. Love at first sight. Yeah, You're gonna we're lie. getting married. I'm going to be your uh, Teddy sister wife. <laughs> we have too many people interested in a uh, harem type situation, so get in line, sis. <laughs> Anyways, this is Corinne. Um, just to give you a little brief introduction on how she's here and why we are together and why we are the way that we are. We met actually at work at the new job. We did. We did. And it was so fun. And I want everyone in the room to know, Corinne, I want to know what your first impression of me was. And I know what it is. Oh, but yeah, I ju- I'll tell everyone. I just needed to hear it Only again. because you already know. Yeah. When I first met Janine, instantly I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. And it's so funny because sometimes when I feel that way about people, they end up being my like my closest friends. Um, 100%. It's not the first time that's happened. I don't know why. I think it's because I recognized in you that you were very like driven mm-hmm. and I saw that as competition. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, don't be like that. <laughs> and then immediately we sat down, I think that day or like that week. And it was just like instant connection. We were like, oh my God, you like this and that and you like to read and Mm -hmm. oh, like you should read this book. This is what I'm reading. And then we found out, oh yeah, Teddy's like a mutual connection. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did you think, um, like what was the first, what was the first book that you lent me? Do you remember? Oh, I I think it was Throne of Glass. Was it Throne of Glass? I, I really think it was. I think those are the only books that you borrowed from me. Mm, I think you're right. You're yeah. right. Because it was like eight, right? There's, seven. There's there seven. there okay. are eight, but you've had you haven't gotten to Assassin's Blade yet, but there are eight and you've borrowed seven of them. The new year just started, baby. It did. It did. Doesn't it feel like we've been friends for longer than seven months? It really does. When you put it like that. Yeah. It does feel like it's been longer than seven months, but seven months also feels long. Yeah. It feels like just the other day. Doesn't we it? We started. Yeah. We have the rest of our lives to go. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like what uh, an underrated thing too is 
I feel like I talked about it on the other podcast, which you guys should go follow Memory Lane Morning Show on everywhere you listen to podcasts. But when you're in the vicinity of people, like for long periods of time, like as adults, you're not really surrounded with a lot of people like consistently anymore, unless they're at work or if they're like your very close friends. That's true. Or um, that's pretty much it. Or like your family, like the people you live with. And we had a, when I was on orientation, I feel like I was seeing you like every day. Yeah. I mean, we would, whenever we had our binder work, we yes. would make a point to like sit with each other. And <laughs> you're so annoying. I know. I feel like immediately off the bat, like our connection was just like sickening. It was, else. yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like, it was what disgusting. It was absolutely like they hated to watch it unfold. But they it's love too it. Bad. Too. They love it now. It's like a. It's like you hate to love it. They would exactly. watch us and be like, "Oh my god, what the heck is going on yeah. here?" It, that's not normal. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's normal. Let me no, just me say neither. it here in front of everyone. Like, I don't think I've, you know, been been so comfortable with someone like. I agree. Right off the bat, Corinne is also from Florida. Here are the coincidences of our lives. Um. We went to the same university. She graduated a year before me. I yep. was at like a remote campus um, at University of Central Florida, but she, we went to the same freaking nursing school. Yeah, so still, we were just like small world. trailing each other and we're both, and now we're here in Maine, transplants from, you know, the freaking sunshine state. So weird. A sunshine state to chances? sunshine society, you know? I didn't even notice that connection. <laughs> starting our own little committee i know and i don't think i've ever met anyone oh excuse me a little, little uh burpees going on <laughs> the florida and he's coming out but and then now fast forward to now we're you know at work together I, we spend a sickening amount of time together and it's been a long time coming because corinne is just as if not more of a book nerd than I am in some ways yeah I feel like in some ways I'm nerdier than you are mm -hmm. in some ways you're nerdier than I am we both have our flavors yeah we do the spices of life come in seasons beyond our reasons and they really <gasps> complement each other Did you? I, I don't know that. how that came out so <laughs> smoothly <laughs> I'm like actually impressed Ooh. man man that book club that's gonna be the tagline under it I need it I don't even I need remember to what it was that. I'm gonna have to play that back the spices of life come come in seasons beyond our reasons you know put it on only bangers around plank here board and hang it in house okay yeah i'm gonna tattoo it on my on my booth. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. god anyways i will say it has been a um um corinne is also a nurse i don't know if i said that earlier but we have not to get all, you know, into the workplace kind of conversation, which I mean could be a conversation for future reference. But um, fast forward to now, we have like been enjoying so much the transition from our previous jobs. And um, what's it like to have free time to be able to sit down and not oh feel like God. stress and have time to like not only time, but like the mental capacity to actually pour into the hobbies that you have now or that you have had. Like how many books yeah. did you read last year? Last year for 2022, I read 71 books. 71. Holy. The most I think nuggets. I've ever read in a year. 
And I don't know if I'm going to be able to read that many Mm -hmm. for 2023, but I mean, just to look at it, my goal was 35 (laughs) and I like doubled it and then some. Yeah. So I, it's just been really nice Yeah, transitioning, having time like for myself, for friends, Mm -hmm. for family, Mm -hmm. for the things that I love. For the gulag. For the gulag. (laughs) Yes. Just so you know, we played a bunch of Call of Duty today. Yes. That's where that's coming from. We did. We did. And, and I just told Teddy before, like when he woke up, I was like, Teddy, do you remember the first time you ever played Warzone and you just couldn't stop? Like you wanted to learn like everything and you were confused by the map and all the controls. I was like, Corinne did that last night. Yeah, that's me. You, still me. Still her. She's just, she, we burst her virginity we just stole it you guys did i know i took it i broke your call of duty hymen that's all right it was a long time coming it was it was i mean have you played first person shooters yeah (laughs) i offended her i i have but not online (laughs) yeah that's a whole different ball game it is a whole different she's like a skyrim adventurous like the the horror suspense games yes horror suspense oh my god you know the yeah. RPGs, more mm-hmm. of the single person yes. player, but I, I don't oppose the online playing. It, it's just a whole different uh, strategy. Yeah, I agree. And a lot more like teamwork. Yes. And you, I think the enemies, granted, are like, it goes hand in hand that they're less predictable because yeah, you're getting exactly. someone new every time. Exactly. But it's so freaking, it's so fun. I haven't, I actually haven't, um... Uh, updated my Microsoft account because I wasn't playing online for oh my god a, a long time but then I just got so jazzed up and like fired up when you and Jordan were like let's let's have a squad let's go that yeah. just and that is the that right there is the epitome that's the peak of what our friendship I feel like has been like yeah it's we're really just like let's go let's send it a lot let's just it. do it the motto would be let's go uh-huh <laughs> i feel like a lot of it is just egging each other on <laughs> yeah. into different levels yes. of like nerdiness like, yes this you, is what i'm into you should give it a try and, and like, then, all right i'll do it just expanding yes that's how this is the society started out too we live in a society i've always wanted to say on on microphone i couldn't wait to oh. say it out loud but definitely that we're like oh we should do this yeah i mean let's do it what a time That's exactly it what's your sign virgo what does it say that i'm do, am i very leo to you do you think see i'm not good at that stuff i'm i'm not good either i'm really not i i i i follow a podcast it's called um ghost of a podcast and it does um weekly horoscopes and i've never done like big research into it but then callers call in and they ask her like advice about a certain thing and then they give their birth date the time and like um where they were in the world oh, and like she, a natal yes. chart yes exactly I know about these things but yeah. i don't know the specifics i'm gonna need a few listeners to slide into the dms and let us know if the compatibility level of virgos and leos are what we think they are yeah, let me know ahead of time so I don't get so invested. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I can back out yeah. now, seven months yeah. in. I don't want to hit the one year I anniversary. Know, we, <laughs> before we get these magic tattoos, yeah. we already have too much apparel that we share yeah, together. It's true. It's, it's too much. It would be triggering. Oh my God. We have a fun episode for you guys. It's kind of going to be like a catch up slash um, recap, recapture of 
the year 2022. <laughs> it's been a little like, not, I wouldn't even say tumultuous. I haven't been recording as often just because I, I don't know what it was like to have all this free time. And I haven't been doing a lot of reviews because I feel like I was just flying through books over and over. But we have been dancing around the idea of not only like a book club, but also just kind of having a consistent like, what have we been reading? What have we been have we been thinking about it talking on here so why not just do it and wrap it all into one big 2022 burrito of what life is and you know the the solid foundation of the embryo we are birthed from you and these (laughs) random phrases you are you surprised no i'm just waiting for the next one oh yeah (laughs) don't worry i'll flag it the first one was my favorite i know i know i'm I'm definitely that's gonna be the title of this episode good it needs a little work but it it was there you're gonna say that like while we're recording (laughs) (laughs) anyways we'll be back in just a little bit stay tuned and we're freaking back hi (laughs) she sounds so sweet on the microphone dude when she yells at me i'm really not sweet (laughs) okay so her gamer tag is like corgi queen 77 (laughs) she got shot or something and she's like what if i pretend like i'm like with a gamer tag corgi queen i'm like this masculine man just like oh Oh, I'm sorry guys <laughs> yeah. I like really want to do that but I'll have to turn on the proximity chat oh yeah I'm curious to see what you would should. happen I, I think if we tried to pull it with Jordan he would just be so he over would just it. be done no it has to be a rando because okay. we could make it an you experiment. me and a rando <laughs> I want to do it so bad we'll have to. <laughs> okay so we be, just because this is somewhat of a book podcast I wanted to start out, I don't know if you listened before if I told you this story, but when I when I was oh yeah, I keep seeing that when I think of marching band. But anyways, I am infamously known like with my brothers, like for being just having my nose in books like since childhood. Were you like that too? Oh yeah, yeah. When the Harry Potter books were coming out, I would you know buy them and read them Mm -hmm. and then I think I kind of fell off of reading as a hobby during college because there was Mm. just no time the only thing I was reading was textbooks that is true yeah I when my brother was in high school with me in my first year I was a freshman and he was a senior he used to just pass by the library and just see me in the library like I I had super Asian parents like my homework was all done I didn't need to cram for anything like that so I would come home with like three or four up to like five books and read them all like in a night and return them and re- and like check back out another three, four or five. That is on another level. Dude, when, when the Twilight books came out. Oh, I read those too. <laughs> four, day, four days. One but who didn't? Who didn't read that those? That is true. That is true. I've been a book. We've both been bookworms, I feel like. Yeah. Forever. I yeah. can't. Let me think. Um, What's it called? I definitely, since starting at Scarborough, have been able to read more, just like we mentioned earlier. But 
I wanted to ask what your top three books are and for what reason. Well, how about this? You start with your first and then we'll go back and forth. Okay. I like it. Okay. I have two. You have two. I have two. You asked me three. I know. Just in case. (laughs) I wrote three. Um, (laughs) And it was hard to pick because I feel like I read so many great books Mm -hmm. last year. Um, But I mean, without a doubt, you already know one of my top picks for last year was the Throne of Glass series as a whole. As a whole. By Sarah J. Moss. That was so good. We share that. Yes, we share that. I mean, I bought the books in hardcover because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be going back just like Harry Potter, going yeah. back and rereading them in the future. And I just love the way she wrote all these characters. Mm-hmm. I remember whenever someone news like POV would come up in the mm-hmm. book, I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. Just get back to like Aelin's POV. I don't yeah. really hear about this man in or man on. Yeah. I don't know how <laughs> yeah. to say it. Man I don't want to read about her POV. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. And then eventually as you read, you're like, you become invested you're so into every invested. single character. I don't mm-hmm. know. She has this way of making you care about every character and their <sighs> stories and the way they all intertwine. And How did you find her? So how did you find Sarah J. Like, how did you choose uh, Throne of Glass? So... When I started to get back into reading, and this is like a couple years ago when I was still an ER nurse, I didn't really have too much time to read because I was working nights, mm-hmm. and that just really gets in the way. Yeah. Um, I had picked up Throne of Glass. I really wanted to read a fantasy series, so mm-hmm. I read the first book, mm. and I have told people, you have to hang on. Like, I've heard it yeah. before. You yeah. have to get through the first two. And then you'll really like it. I read the first one. I thought it was good, but I wasn't super intrigued to read the next. Mm -hmm. And so I decided last year, let me just pick it back up. And Mm. then I really fell into it. Nice. To the point where like I've convinced multiple people to read it. Yeah. You're my therapist. (laughs) You're the throne of glass queen. Like for me. Oh my God. We're both like pillars for sarah j mass because for yeah, me you're akatar akatar is just circulating around the unit oh so good oh my god and i think that i found akatar because one of my youtube influencers she was like raving about it it is really good it's so oh my god it's so good and it was one of those things where she she's probably like a couple of years older than us but she was reading it and she was like oh my god this is this is young adult, like teen fiction, because I think it's classified. Oh. I was like, God dang, is that what teenagers are doing in the fairy world? <laughs> oh my God. I feel like Throne of Glass is definitely YA. Yes. Yeah. Avatar, yeah. I'm like, that's that skirts that's a the, little uh, saucy for that, YA. Well, saucy. Skirts the, skirts the boundaries. It really Just rides a little the bit. line. It really does ride the line. Um, series wise, I guess if we talk about. I, okay, I potentially could have three. My, um, one of my favorite books that I read, I'll say series that I read last year, is definitely the Mirror Visitor series by Christelle Davos. I think I told you and Jordan about that. Um, I did, I don't think I did a whole episode on it, but I did like a brief kind of overview. Um, basically, it is about a, a girl... God, I've read so many in between, but she has the power with her glasses to travel through any mirrors that she's seen before in her life. Oh, I don't think I've heard 
of this oh one. my god oh my god it's so it good sounds really good I i'm like looking being... at it right now and it's truly one of the best because we're i feel like you and i are in a pretty deep fantasy kick right now i yes. i don't know why i was trying to convince myself to get off the train because i'm like i'm just gonna freaking full steam ahead like yeah. give me everything else that you want me to read but excuse me that one the premise is set where she's this younger um girl who has this power she can travel through mirrors wherever she sees them and it's a special like she inherited that from who knows where and um the premise is like she has a um a betrothed like she's in an arranged marriage from this person who's like a barbarian and he's coming to meet her and it goes into this the most like adventurous it's i told jordan it was um lots of mentions to him in this podcast but <laughs> just because we play with like it we're stalking i him. know sorry jordan <laughs> if you're listening to this um, so it, it's like i say it's like the hunger games meets harry potter meets game huh. of thrones that's a pretty good mashup right there. i know and pretty solid i i think um her storytelling she's a french author it is how do I describe it? It's like magical. It's immaculate. It's like eloquent and it epic. It's epic. That's a part. Yeah. Epic. It's, it's very hard for me to put into words, but the, I was refreshing to me because I felt like at that point I was reading a lot of smut. I was in the mood for it, <laughs> but I read that and I cannot believe the world. It's, it's on the level of all my other favorite books like Throne of Glass and a guitar and just the ability of these authors to create these worlds where you're like just so encapsulated mm-hmm. and invested there's romance in there but it's so like heartbreakingly subtle and it makes you like you know with um Aelin and rowan yeah. and reese and Farah. it's like a very like passionate hot kind of stuff but mm-hmm. with her because she's like a younger girl and um the, the the main character, his name's Thorn. His character is very stoic, but the way that he shows love is like very like <sighs> So what is it more of like a gentle love it's, story? It's more of it's more of gentle, but like um it's understated, but you can feel it so hard. Sometimes that's the best. It is. It that's is slow burn. It I yeah, I wouldn't even call it like a it is. It was a slow burn because you were waiting for them to finally. Get but there was like no big bang. No big bang. Nope. Nope. And you're just aching. I'm not for talking it. about the big bang. Yes. But I'm just talking about <laughs> the building up to. Yes. Yes. There's no huge big bang. It's more about like triumph and her overcoming like the challenges of like this new world she's living in. It's a very like you know in Hunger Games how like they dressed them up a bunch, but it was like a corrupt oh. world. Yeah, like, like oh my the kind God. of like Katniss and Peta love yes. story. Like, yes. Oh that I love that. So good. I have to let you borrow that next. I don't I, I know, know you've got like a TBR about it and I'm like, like I'm gonna have to borrow that from you. I can and she pulled a Patrick Rothfuss on us too because the I'm not going to tell you how it ends, but there's no. a cliffhanger and I'm like, are you, is there another one me? coming out or is it I done? truly hope so. She has, her Instagram is all in French and I'm like, oh, there, see oh. when you go under the caption, it does say, see translation. 
Technology is on your side. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll revisit. <laughs> there's also Google. <laughs> yeah, there's also Google. I, I think. And it's one of those annoying things where, um, you know how uh, Sarah J. Moss, she, when I first bought A Court of Thorns and Roses, A Court of Silver Flames was only in paperback. Oh, I hate that. So I bought the paperback <sighs> and then they came out with a beautiful orange copy. I'm looking at it yeah. right now. And I was like, I I don't need both books, but I need I need to complete. I know the for me, it needs to be like consistent. Yes, I need. I'm already looking at getting. I mean, I really like the paperback covers, but I'm looking at getting the hardcover. Yeah, ones because I know I'm going to read it again. Yeah, and then they sell those dust jackets. Oh my god! For the hardcovers that are so beautiful. I can't believe. I wish that I were artistic in that uh, in that sense. Didn't we go over this? I'm you're creative and yeah. I'm imaginative. Yeah. Something like works. that. It complements each it other. It does. It does. I think that's why we work well together. I think that's why too. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I'm stealing your mind. <laughs> <laughs> your new fiance. <laughs> yeah, fiance. <laughs> fiance. Oh my God. Okay, what's your book number two? And or series book number two. Number two. And none of these are like in any order. It's just yeah. how to pick a top three. So yes. they're not in order, but mm-hmm. One that I recommended to you that I think you will like, and I know Shelby really liked too, was The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. And what's great about this author is that she has so many other books, and I haven't read them yet, but she does write for different types of readers. Mm. So it's not like Sarah J. Maas, like... Okay, you know, where you can kind of expect similar. that, yeah, yeah, like that fantasy kind of romance thing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I really did like Addie Larue. I mean, it was really good. I heard a lot of hype about it, so mm-hmm. I was trying to kind of hold back when I went into it. But mm-hmm. I really loved it. Was it? What's is it? Is it fantasy? Is it a yeah, romance? So it's oh. it's. I would say fantasy. There's like some magical element to it. Okay, um, fiction, of course, it's mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah, um, but I would say the premise of it is that. There's this, I want to say she's 23. Okay. She's in her 20s. And she's back in France in, well, you're making me remember numbers now. In but France? I think in France. <laughs> in the 1700s. And, you know, that was back in the day where a woman, you know, she had to be married. Otherwise, mm. she was a spinster. So she's being put into this arranged marriage by her parents. And mm. all she really wants to do is just, like, belong to herself, mm-hmm. belong to nature, and just live life. Mm. She doesn't need a man. And, you know, she gets into this arranged marriage and Mm -hmm. one of her neighbors told her um, that they pray to the old gods, not necessarily like the new or the Christian God. Mm. And so Addie does that and um, she does it after dark, which is a big no, no, and makes this Faustian bargain with this like dark God (gasps) that um, she will get out of this marriage and she'll live forever. Mm hmm. But everyone who knows her will forget her. So oh, it's my really, God. It's really, it's so Whoa. good. Yeah, it's I don't really think good. you ever actually told me what it was I don't about. I spoil it, but that's without spoiling I think you can yeah. read that, like, on the book cover. Wow. It is so good. I own that one in hardcover, too, because I just know I'm going to read it again. And they're going to make it into a movie. So you they're going to read it into now. a movie? Yeah, I know they worked on a script. I don't think they got any casting yet, but... Mm. 
Oh, gosh. I'm not going to say any spoilers, but it was really good. I'm looking in your eyes. You look like you want to give me some spoilers right I now. I do. <laughs> I really do. You're like, you need to read it so we could talk about it. Exactly. That's what I was just <sighs> thinking. Okay. Maybe I'll pick that one up. And when you're done with your, you're in a library book mode, right? Right now? Yeah. Or did, oh, no, I, you know, I you returned to, them all. I oh, you returned. Them. And you I went to Books a Million, e-book. right? Oh, yeah. I have a huge TBR pile. Before you go on. Yeah. I need to know before it loses my mind. Before it loses, what? I lose it from my mind. Oh, hello, Natties. Um, what is your like thought process behind your choice, whether you want to buy a, buy a book, uh-huh. rent a book, Ooh. or get a an ebook that's a good question because there is a process for there's me. a process there i'm so excited me. i, I don't feel know like I some one. people um and sometimes i wish i could be kind of nonchalant about it but i feel like for me there's definitely like a whole process to it or a whole way of thinking okay tell like me for my books that i'm gonna buy mm-hmm. i try to get books that i Feel like I'm really going to love and mm-hmm. I'm going to want to read again. Um, like I did with Throne of Glass, um, Addie LaRue. I just had a feeling I'd really love it. Mm. Um, so you go others. with your gut? I go with my gut. And okay. s- there's been a few times where I've read it and I've been kind of on the fence. Like I really did like it, but am I going to read it again? Mm. And so I've thought about maybe, you know, before I've dropped it off at the library to donate it or, mm. you know, bring it into work to let someone have it. Um and then when it comes to library books, any book I'm really not so sure on that mm-hmm. doesn't have like a super great Yeah, review. like a raving review. Okay. Yeah, and okay. if I read the synopsis, I'm not super sold, I'll do that. And then mm. ebooks, I have a tough time with because I feel like inherently any book I read like on my phone as mm-hmm. an ebook from the library or on my Nook, mm-hmm. which is super old. I, I just feel like, too. I feel like I don't really like those books. Like I finish them and it's just... There's something about something yes. to be said about having like the actual book and flipping the pages. It's seeing the little page numbers in the corner, yeah, and knowing like I can't see how many more I have to go mm-hmm. physically, but seeing the numbers just drives me crazy. Oh my god, I hate that. And you know, while you were talking, I was trying to see if I could relate to your methodology, but I think just to go backwards, when I'm choosing an ebook, usually it's for me planning to like need something to read to go on a trip and then it gives me it's like a filler and it yeah it's like yeah. fleeting it's like you want just something like entertaining like right then yep that's what I have right oh. now I have one that I'm like oh you know on my break or yeah when there's yeah. downtime and I, it's that's, okay yep I have it's the, only okay <laughs> what are you reading on your ebook right, right, right now, now I it's something that's been on my list because I've been trying to read more like lgbtq mm. books okay. um and this is like a sapphic love story. Mm. So it's between um, two females. It's This is How You Lose the Time War. Mm. Um, and oh, could I even summarize it for you? I don't even know. Is, I mean, is it like I've looked at other people's reviews as I'm reading it. And um, something that I see people say very commonly is I felt stupid while I was reading this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think like the writing is so descriptive Mm. and like it's kind of poetic but Mm. the issue i have with it is that it's about these two agents that are on different sides of this like 
time war and mm-hmm. they go back into time and they time travel to change the future mm-hmm. so that it affects something in one way or another. And you're really pulled like every chapter into these different worlds oh. and things are just kind of like casually like offhandedly mentioned it's not really delved into like okay they're using this phrase what does that mean there, there's no definite it just it's just casually mentioned like oh. you should know about it and so i and you think that's her style i don't know if it's style or if it's just maybe that's how it's meant to be okay and like you should be focusing on the other themes but i'm mm. the type of reader that like i need to know yes and like coming from the Harry Potter books and SJM and all of that. I feel like I really need to, I need some description. I need yes. like a definition. Yeah. And so it's tough to like every chapter be pulled into these different directions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a hard time connecting to it, but the writing is really beautiful. I do yeah. like it. Are you like um, dragging your feet through it? Cause that's how I am with my ebook right now. It's, I, I want to finish my ebook, but I'm like, eh, I think I want to start a different book. I'm incapable of dnfing a book like i have to oh finish it. i am one of those readers like i there have been some I just, books that's one of my questions that i have read that you and hate it. i will like verbally complain to ryan i hate this book <laughs> so much and then he's like, but Why? i just have to finish it <laughs> and it's not like that with this one um you know I, i'm enjoying the story but mm. i'm feeling lost um, so I'm, I'm going to finish it out and see how it goes. Like so far right now, it's like a three and a half out of five for me. Okay. Isn't that like yeah. a metaphor for life? I'm enjoying yeah. this story, and maybe but I'm that's just what a little lost. Maybe yeah. That's what this is all but about. But you just got to keep going and finish yeah. it, you know? Yeah. And I want to give it a chance, you know? Oh, beautiful. Give it a chance. What are you reading on your ebook? Um, I think I told you about it. It's the knife of never letting go. Oh yes. Yes. yes you brought that up. Um, that one basically is about, um, there's a bunch of, there was a, um, apocalyptic event that wiped out the women in the world. There's only men that they know of, and they have been afflicted with the disease where they cannot keep their thoughts to themselves. So it's like, oh yeah, it, you were reading that a while ago. You I, really are dragging. I know. I know. I think that was, I think I start. I downloaded it like two weeks ago. Right, because we talked about we how talked this is about, a movie. Yeah, like Chaos Walking or something with Tom Holland. And um, is it Daisy Ridley? Yeah. From that, the newer Star Wars. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, and that's a thing too. Like books turned into, mu- t- into movies. Wait, before we go into that, mm-hmm. I've been thinking during this time, ebooks. Yes. On a whim, kind of. Like mm-hmm. fleeting moments where I need a book to read. D- isn't as like... I don't feel it as hard as like a a physical copy. Library books for me is when, when, if I'm walking into a library, I don't go in with a purpose. I go in to look and see what the librarians have put to the front, like new young adult. Sometimes they'll have little cards on what this one's about. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. I'll pick that one up. I like that. That's my library book method. Or if they're like a, Nashville had a really amazing library where they would have like a really interactive website about what people recommended and stuff. I like that. But then if I'm if I'm not going to a bookstore with a um with like a a list in mind of what mm-hmm. I'm looking for, but I'm looking to like buy a book, I pretty much go with my gut. 
Covers, covers, kind of make a big difference to me too. I am I, a huge cover lover, and that I is cover the downfall whore. sometimes. Yes, because because it looks so good. Yes, and then you go. I'm like a. I'm a little bit of like a Goodreads. Oh yeah, she's nerd, a, she's like a, a Goodreads snob. Let's Goodreads call it. Gal. Yeah. yeah, like I'll go on there, and if I see that it's like under like a three point eight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like the cover's so beautiful, yeah. but it's not rated that highly. And you know what? There are some books that aren't rated very highly that I think are great. There's yes. different books for everybody, but oh, it's so hard when the it cover's is. so beautiful. I know. That's how I felt. I had n- I had no intention of going in and buying The Mirror Visitor, but None Such Books has a section where it's like the staff picks. Oh, I love that. First of all, that blue right there, mm, that like light sky blue and then like a purple, those are like my, my shiz. Secondly... Later on, I'll have you flip it to the front. It looks like... Were you a, a Miyazaki fan? Like a Miyazaki movie? Miyazaki. Like, like, like Spirited Away? Okay, I was going to say, don't make me say Studio... <laughs> Studio Ghibli. Thank you. <laughs> I remember. Studio, Studio Ghibli. <laughs> have you seen Howl's Moving Castle? I have, and you know, I couldn't get past Christian Bale's voice. I don't... You was, you listen to the English one? You have to listen yeah. to the Japanese dub. I know I, I should, because I do watch foreign movies and yeah. shows. Like, you know, before Squid Game, I loved Squid Game, but yeah. um, I did enjoy, like, watching, like, French and Japanese and yes. films and shows. The um, reason why I chose that is because the front of it, it looks like the castle of Howl's Moving Castle, but, like, oh. a really cool, like, sketch. So, yeah, I'm, like, a cover. i have to give it a shot with the original yeah yeah audio i don't i think it automatically went to um the english mm. audio and just christian bale's voice <laughs> as how <laughs> was such a turn off for me and ryan <laughs> i can't even remember if i finished but billy crystal as the fire i don't remember the name of the f- callister callister that was actually really good um but God. Well, that's, I love that movie so much. It is really good. What I couldn't get into was uh, Princess Mononoke. Ooh, I actually, um, I think I loved that. I, I watched it when I was I pretty young. I watched it partway. I think I have to rewatch it. It was the death of the animals. That's always so hard for me to watch. Yeah, that is true. Um, that's like super depressing for me. I feel like I have to <laughs> uplift myself in some way after that. <laughs> Shake it all off. Yeah, I mean, I, that puts me in a bad place. <laughs> but that. No cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for future reference don't recommend us anything that has anything to do with animal death oh, please I, no but a dog's purpose was really good i everyone t- is that a movie it, it was it was a movie and a book right yep book into a movie um i cried every chapter Jesus. there's a corgi oh my god I, know that. I, do, I can't even talk about it i'm gonna tear up yeah she's got to watch her wine too she's gonna be crying into her wine very soon tammy actually wanted me to read that one too but she was like really good she's like don't read it unless you want yeah sometimes i'm in the mood for that though you ever know there are those good for a good cry good cry um that's the book i'm lending shelby is one of those really there's some books that if i'm going to recommend them to someone or lend Mm -hmm. it to them i tell them you need to make sure that you're ready to be in that type of mood or to experience those oh my god you don't want it to hit you from out of nowhere we can't do that to shelby too she's a freaking animal lover as well no no the one i'm recommending to her oh okay, okay. Do with animals okay. about people okay. <laughs> don't worry <laughs> don't worry yeah, i feel like animals is another level <laughs> oh my 
my god i'm glad you said that though do you feel feel like that way i am um are you pro or anti um movie books turned into movies I am, I'm pro. You're because, pro? Let me say it. Like, there's some movies, like Harry Potter. Was it all accurate to the books? No, but it was still a magical experience. Yes, I agree. The Hunger Games. I thought they did that really well. You think and so? you haven't even seen them yet. I saw the first one. You did? Yes. Okay, they're really good. I have them all on Blu-ray. Ooh. Love them. So good. Um, I ate I'm those pro. books up, too. I'm I, pro. Maybe I am just... Because a snob. Sometimes, you know, even if it doesn't turn out well, okay, it didn't turn out well. I mean, there are some that have been horrible. I can't even name them right now. Oh, yeah, Bird Box was in that. <laughs> yeah, we talked the about that. The book was really good, like, but that's really hard to capture as a movie. You know what's a childhood book that was turned into a movie that I go back to all the time that I can't believe they ruined it? What? A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> I... Oh my god. I know. Now and that didn't I say they make that? that twice. Yeah, they did. And it was like it was weird. Was it bad both times? I don't hate Whoopi Goldberg, mm-hmm. but it just did not fit. Yeah. I think The Giver sucked as a movie too. The and Giver. I love Never read or <gasps> saw that. Those are classics. I know. We both have like a different set we of do. like classics. We do. And I think um what's it called? It makes you wonder too, because some people I can't say I'm pro or anti because when I think of things like Game of Thrones and Mm -hmm. um, people who can't like tolerate or can't get past like all the details of like how many books is Game of Thrones like so many like it's It's a lot more exactly he's like I don't even know like half the way done (laughs) it's been like 11 years or something I might have my numbers and percentage wrong but so in situations like that I personally I have not read those books. I haven't read them either. It's yeah. Right. It was very wordy. Very wordy. And I could say the same about Lord of the Rings. I actually never read the whole Lord of really? the Rings. And I'm like a I was thinking about fan. it, but yeah. I, I need to prepare myself for that. Yeah. That's that a is a... Oh, my God. Yeah, that, it is a goal. I feel... I shouldn't, though, because I feel like you can be a fan of things in many ways. You don't have to... Sometimes people are... I don't consider myself a big snob. If, of people that are like you never read the books but it's like your favorite thing i see a lot of that like online like um, you're not as dedicated of a fan as i am whatever. like go away like just no one asked you yeah <laughs> first of all yeah yeah people people get like that a lot and it's kind of the same um keeping that's what it is that's yeah. definitely what it is you can't tell me how much more of a fan you You're are than me. You're a huge Lord of the yeah. Rings fan. Just because I Massive. didn't read the books, I can quote the freaking lines and any anything you else, you know? But um, definitely I can see like the pros of both sides. And it's, 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 it's just like paying homage to the author and the story mm-hmm. itself that people want to see it like visually. I feel like, right. okay, this might be a dumb question. Was Avatar a book? I don't think so, no. Okay, okay. You're talking about Avatar, the blue people, not blue. Avatar, the last airbender. Because there are yeah. comics, and I do own them. Oh. But I have not. I'm talking about Avatar, the last airbender comics. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't own blue people comics, <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't read them yet. Oh, geez. But yeah, they're and oh, Korra. Okay. I have those, too. Oh, yeah, you did tell me. I actually never watched all of them. 
I haven't finished it either. I'm notorious for starting a show and just never finishing it. <laughs> so you're the opposite with like yeah. shows and then books. Like you're, yeah. you can't not finish a book, but I think shows. because I prioritize reading. And when I sit down and I want to watch something, it's mm-hmm. a movie. That is true. I want something with like. Resolve. Yeah, resolve right away. I don't want to have to like. Interesting. I don't know. There's too much life. Yeah. There's too much life and I just don't have time for something like that. There's too much of it. We can't have it all. We can't just can't do everything at mm-hmm. once. Um do you I do you have one more book? I do. My last uh my number 3, which is another tough one, was Anxious People by Frederick Bachman. And oh. the reason why that actually is kind of unexpected is because that was one that I borrowed from the library on my phone Mm. and it was just like oh I need a filler for all this extra time Mm -hmm. and I was reading it and kind of getting along through it and you know I'm not capable of not finishing a book Mm -hmm. and it just kind of grew on me Mm. and by the end like have you heard about this book I have so it's I think the premise of it is that I don't remember how many people are in this apartment for an apartment viewing Mm -hmm. and there's a bank robber and the whole robbery, you know, it's all messed up. Mm -hmm. So the bank robber um, escapes into the apartment and holds everyone hostage there. Mm. And so the story starts to unravel about the background of every character and how their Mm. lives kind of like, you know, intermingle with each other and affect each other. And I think it was just a really good story on, I don't know if this is accurate, but I'm going to say on the human condition. Mm. I don't, it was really good. I thought it was like a, everyone can relate sort yeah. of book. Yeah. Like, I, I, this will make you a better person if you read this type of book. Yes. So I liked it. It sounds similar because I, I, did you read A Man Called Ove from him? No, but I've heard, I've heard a lot of good things about yeah. his books. Like he has a series right now, like the third book yes. for, is it Beartown came out oh. called Winners or something? What, my friend Jeremy told me that Beartown... He was like, if you read any book right now, it's got to be Bear Town. I've been thinking about starting it. And I actually, there are some books when we go back to that topic on what do you get from the library? What do you buy? Mm-hmm. There are some books that I've, you know, read through the library or through my phone and mm-hmm. been like, oh, I should have bought that. And that was one of those. Yes. And so I asked for it for Christmas. I think Bear Town, what you just described and A Man Called Ove, that makes me that makes a lot of sense because i feel like a man called of frederick backman is i think he's very good at like um the separation and like the um diving into the details of each of the characters he presents Mm -hmm. and like why they are the way that we are and then like taking it home yeah it's a very is it, it I was going to say it's unique, but it's like, it's like niche for him. Yeah. It sounds like his books are all like that because Baritone was exactly like that. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was, I'm pretty sure that was a tearjerker for me. Both of them. Yeah. Anxious people was a tearjerker for was me. It? I would read it and I'd be like, <gasps> like sitting at work in between my binder work, needing to break up the chapters, Your reading, reading a chapter up. and I'm like blinking away the tears. Like, wow. <laughs> just, just wow. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking love that. Oh my God. I think I have, oh, before we go on to our next segment, we're going to take a little break, but I wanted to throw a curveball. What was the worst book you read last year? Oh, Jesus. Is there one that you could pick up from the top of your yeah. head? Right away, I could pick up, uh, I could pick up two. Oh. Um, one that I see a lot when I go into the bookstore mm-hmm. under the book talk section. And I try not to be 
someone who's like, oh, I'm going to read it because I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> but some of the books I've picked are because I've seen them on there. Um, yeah. But this book is called, oh, what's it called? Um, You've Reached Sam. And, oh, God, it was just so bad. What the was the writing, genre? Um, fiction. Okay. Not fantasy. I mean, maybe in a way it had like a little fantasy theme, but essentially there's this young couple in high school Mm -hmm. their senior year or you know in their later years of high school and um the main character's boyfriend passes away in a car accident and Mm. she's able to by calling his phone like contact him in the afterlife and there's some unfinished business and the writing it was done by a grown man and i have a hard time with a grown man writing women sometimes Uh we all know how that turns out yeah and the books that are rated the lowest for me are ones in which I just don't like the main character and sometimes it's a female. It's the way people write female characters. Like they're ditzy, oh. they're stupid. I'm oh. not like other girls. Getting I'm better the than I. Yep, that was one of them. And then the other one was A Flicker in the Dark by Stacey Wilmington or Willington, something like that. Okay. Um, Another like, this was a thriller and it was, it was the main character for me. It was the way she was written. Uh-huh. She, it was a total like kind of like pick me girl vibe like Ugh. i'm not like other girls i can't read <laughs> it's hard i immediately I, i'm just like like hardcore eye rolling on the chicago subway with my mom <laughs> as i'm reading this book and i'm like, like i want to throw this book out of the yeah. window but it's on my phone yeah so i have no choice but to finish it and purge it from my phone <laughs> see that's so funny because my book that i tell everyone and i I feel like virtual eyes, like shooting daggers at me. Uh-oh. Freaking Coho. Ugly Love. Uh-huh. Oh, so I haven't read Ugly Love, but I did read yeah, don't. Um, It Ends With Us. And I, uh, that one. How do you feel about it? It was okay. It was just okay? <laughs> yeah. It's not what I thought it was going to be, which, yeah. you know, there are some, you know, movies and books that are like that. You mm-hmm. read it one way and it ends up the other. I like that the title of the book actually i'm not going to give a spoiler but the title of the book is not it doesn't relate to once you get to that point in the story to Mm. what you think it was going to interesting okay you know i like when you read a book or you watch a movie and then they reference the title yes and she did okay in that book and and, And but not in the way that it was not in the way that i thought okay and so yeah, I don't know. I i had a hard time with that one. I think I feel like that one was very controversial. Yeah. Like people felt that you know, some people felt that it was fine. Some mm-hmm. people felt that it was kind of like glorifying things. Yes. Yeah. I I and I read Verity and, and that one was pretty good too. But yeah. Yeah, I feel like she's a controversial writer for she people. People is. either like her stuff. She's polarizing. Or they hate it. She's yeah. very polarizing. Yeah. I'm not gonna put myself in a box. No. Right now. After reading that and reading snippets from bookstagrams like uh on, you know, my book page, like I'm just thoroughly not as impressed. So with mm-hmm. Ugly Love, you got the ick from Pick Me Girls. <sighs> For me, it's the annoying, like, um, the trope of the dark, mysterious man. man who is, who in this, this case wasn't even like, she didn't describe it well or vividly enough for me to even like think of him as a heartthrob. He's not like a Reese. Oh, no way. <laughs> SJM, untouchable. Colleen Hoover is at the bottom of her boot like that. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not putting myself in a box. 
but <laughs> like she and that book like the main female lead was like i thought it was kind of cute because she's like a going to nursing school to be like an anesthetist or something but mm-hmm. it's like it was very um cliche about mm. the whole like oh she wants he's like this dark brooding character who doesn't want a relationship first and then they start being intimate and then he, she wants to change him and Ugh, nothing new about it nothing new about it at all and i think maybe i wouldn't have felt this ick about it if i didn't see so many raving reviews being just like it that was it so amazing like like you hyped it up yeah, I feel and like I see that perform. a lot on Goodreads with people that I have on there as friends. Yeah. Yeah. And that always, I feel like when that happens and I finally go to read that book like Verity. Yeah. I try to go in and not expect too much. Yeah. And yes, that's and why. that works out for me. Yeah. And we owe it to ourselves now and to anyone else who asked to be critical and honest about how i feel about books because i get so disappointed when you tell me something's amazing not you particularly because oh, everything like, you showed that? me <laughs> no, 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 no. dude everything you showed me like not just books has been amazing that sounds sexual but also <laughs> <laughs> it's really not like that teddy yeah. <laughs> your next fiance oh <laughs> yay although so we you did, did make me dinner tonight i made her dinner and my my boyfriend left the the facility and he was just he like yeah chat. yeah he absolutely left the chat he's like all right you're cooking dinner for someone that's not me but that's cool and i'm just going to work <laughs> i don't know oh well i'm glad and we have a lot i think when we come back from break um yes. we are going to discuss things we're excited to read yes and then just kind of an outlook on what 2023 is going to be like and your what your last year in your 20s oh my god oh my god finally so. those memes apply to me which in the ones where it's like a tornado and it <laughs> says 30 and then there's someone running and it's it says like 90s 93 and oh yeah someone ahead of them says 94 <laughs> it's coming for all of it's you coming. oh my god all right guys we'll be back in just a moment stay tuned so if you were on a boat and you could only take one. <laughs> I knew the questions the other day were a warm up. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Here. Here's here's the scenario. We're on a boat. No. Or I'm on a boat. No. If let's say you're you're the you're the you're the horror you're the horror scaries scaries horror, woman like, in my life. Oh, okay. H o r r o r. Yeah. Okay. Not whor- whoring yourself. I mean, I could be both. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your body, your choice. <laughs> um. Oh God. Yeah. No, that was not a great reference. But, oh, <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry for everyone listening. <laughs> um. This is one that I asked, or that Teddy asked us earlier. What would be your breaking point in Fear Factor if you were a contestant? Oh, I mean, a lot of it really um, what's the one thing you'd be like nope i'm i'm giving up i can't eating do a it. cockroach that no that, that's why i moved to it's Maine. over that's it's why over I, I can't do cockroaches <laughs> i know cockroaches um, bite they bite you didn't know i that? know they fly no they bite they dude. bite this is okay this is this i'm is, glad i know about this now <laughs> not before 
But here's the thing. Everyone tells me I'm wrong, but I've gotten bites from cock. My dad Where and have I, you been? <laughs> that this is happening to you. No, you, were, you were Central Florida. I was North Florida. They had some different kind of breeding species oh, up there. Did they pay rent? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. They're huge. I just remember like I had a a bite. Let me see how much this is. I am terrible at spatial awareness. It was like a two by two. Oh my God. Like, from like a chiclet from a are you allergic a, maybe that's what it was or maybe it was like because you know cockroaches are They're so dirty They're dirty so disgusting dirty. bacteria the teflex. <laughs> why do you need <laughs> <laughs> if you give us a that's, follow we'll tell you why that's a, you come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot oh, that's fine oh my that's gosh. a big bite from yeah a, you a bet your bottom out. dollar <laughs> you just bet it all from the bottom of my heart that i do believe that they bite but some people say that it was it, it I, wasn't you know, i but bet they do don't the um daddy long legs spiders don't they bite yes they do I heard too they bite. yeah um I've never been bit by a cockroach, but I did have a very close encounter one day. <laughs> I used to work retail, and we were doing what we you called did? like a floor set. Oh yeah, I did four years. Where? Bath and Body Works. Oh, I was Aeropostale. Oh, and my voice is so sweet when I said it. Bath and Body Works. We were next to each other yeah. in the mall, and we did a floor set. So uh-huh. the store was closed. We're like breaking down the old yep mm-hmm. visuals and putting up all the new stuff, and we had to get the um boxes from storage Mm -hmm. and we got it from storage i'm opening up a box and as i'm holding the box with one hand i'm looking and talking to my coworker, and i feel something skitter and i mean it was a good tickle it was a nice little tickle from wrist to elbow all down the arm um and it was a giant roach and the sensation I could not bleach it from my brain. I mean, it lived rent-free in my head for like months. To this day. To this day. To this day. <laughs> to this day. To this day. And that is the worst thing I've ever heard in yeah, my life. Pretty bad. So is that, is that your breaking point, roaches? Yeah, roaches. I mean, e- I think eating them. Um, I mean, even if I had to get in there, get in like a tank. Yeah, no, couldn't oh, do it. Sorry, God, I couldn't do it. No, could you do maggots? Not only would I want them touching me, but the thought of squishing them as I lay there, <laughs> I would puke. Maggots, no. I fear factor as a whole, no. Maybe I would get in the car that they drop in the water. That's okay. yeah, yeah, or walk across a beam but, or something. Yeah, if I have to get in a tank with snakes. Or like bite some bull testicles or yeah, something. Yeah, that's immediately where my brain went when you asked that question. No way. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it lap, would be that? a hard line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a no. Uh, for some reason, I thought that you were going to be like, oh, you know, I would like, I would like eat a lizard, but if they I asked wouldn't me to do- eat one set of ball or bull testicles, <laughs> I'd eat ten. <laughs> No, I like horror and I like scary movies and games and books and all that. But when it comes to like gross stuff, bugs, bugs, some bugs gross me out. Um, But when it comes to having to touch, I've had a tick on me and I don't even like that. Dude, me too. And they just, they they try to hang on for dear life. They really do. It's painful. Ew, I hate it. And I even hate pulling them off my dog. Oh yeah, I get all grossed out. I feel like I have to 
like know and have visual confirmation that yes. it's in the trash or wherever I threw it out. Yeah. There has to be no question. I freaking crush the absolute bejesus out of those things. I, I almost like want to set it on fire. Like, yeah, I know some people that do that. Is there? I'm having There's weird. a whole community of people. I'm having weird deja vu <laughs> right now. Are you? Have you seen, Um, oh my God. Oh my God. It was a Netflix series with Rahul Kohli. Um, the Midnight Mass. Oh, remember I told you, I start shows and I don't finish them. You didn't I've finish got, Midnight. I've got one episode left, <laughs> and that sheriff. Let me tell you, you like that? What is happening to me? I'm kneeling. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, she's on the floor. No. I it's really? a really good show. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it, and I. Were you Catholic growing up? Yeah. So I feel like that story is just, it's so funny to see the um, the similarities between Catholicism and vampire culture. <laughs> Who knew? Maybe we are still practicing. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. It's just, it's just so funny. So just watching that, I was like, wow. Yeah. That, that's crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I have no words. The only reason why I brought that up was, is there, was there a part of the book where somebody had to be burned in order for the the bad guys to die? I don't know why I'm in thinking the, of, in Midnight Mass? In the show? Yeah. They had to burn something to, to, to keep, to, yeah, to keep them safe. I don't know. Maybe that's like a last episode thing. No. Not that I've seen and can recall. So thanks for the spoiler. Um, I actually don't know if that was true. So. Okay. So you're totally <laughs> right now because I see it in your eyes. I totally just ruins the rest of thanks. 2023. <laughs> that's it. The year's over. When's my birthday? Why would you ask a question like this? Like while we're recording, it's like June, July. Okay, good. I just wanted to be. When's my birthday? Wait. Oh, wait. yeah. You weren't expecting the flip on that one, were you? I was. It's in. It's in February. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's in September. Yeah, it is. Okay, it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. It's near my. <laughs> I only wanted to say that because I felt guilty because I didn't know yours. So, oh. <laughs> so you want to put it on me first? Yeah, That's I called did. manipulation and gaslighting. Do you? <laughs> Teddy, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> Do you? Oh my God, it won't stop. Um, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? So, September. Yes. Are you? <laughs> the finger guns. Are you? When is your birthday? Is it like the weekend of your wedding? She has a wedding coming up, guys. That's in October. <laughs> It was nice you talking are, to all of you guys. Until <laughs> next episode. <laughs> no, um, my birthday's the 20th. Okay. So it's okay. a couple weeks after The Bachelorette. Oh, see, see, that's why. Yes. That's why I was, you know, getting it all mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Are You're you close? Are you excited? For my birthday? Yeah. No. Really? <laughs> um, Actually, yeah, because... I grew up watching 13 going on 30. Oh, my God. And if I'm going to, you know, I want to be positive about entering my 30s. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, super bummed about it. I have a lot of friends that are, you know, from all different age groups. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, age doesn't really define you. Yes. Um, 
and I don't know. I would like to age gracefully. So I agree. I want to be excited because I've heard from a lot of people that their 30s were the best years of their lives. Like I agree. Over their 20s. Yes. Know? So a lot of it's people. It's a new era. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like the, maybe I'm wrong, but the influencers that I follow like on social media and stuff have really um, kind of um, blunted the ever standing stigma that like once you leave your 20s you're not young anymore yeah you're like not at your peak yeah and then like I do feel a little bit of the thing is I didn't struggle with this personally but because I feel very grateful to have at 27 right now feel pretty secure and like myself and I do have big like financial goals and things that I want to acquire and stuff like that but I don't a lot of people think that like your 20s are actually that's a question. Some people think that their 20s are like for like being young and being reckless and partying mm-hmm. all that. But some people think your 20s are like work the hardest that you can right. so that you can set yourself up your 30s and coast and not have to worry about anything right. after that. What do you what what do you think? I feel like a lot of my 20s, like the first half was nursing school adjusting to life after college and yeah. like finding my groove and then the last half of my 20s has been about I think mostly like defining myself I feel like that's something that you're going to constantly do mm-hmm. throughout life anyway um but really separating my identity from my career because mm-hmm. nursing school taught you all about how nursing is who you are it's not just what you do yeah I kind of like to the point of toxicity yeah so it was kind of like cleaving myself away from that and like making space for who I am outside of that. Yep. Um, so I feel like my thirties will be even better because I go in with more clear vision, you know, that is so that's what it is. Troublingly true. (laughs) It is. It's so unhealthy. It's very unhealthy. So unhealthy. And I used to like, and we were all, you know, I feel like we all really stood by that. We're like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, you're so it's dedicated. My identity. Yes. And yeah. What helped me kind of like back away from that was going to therapy. Yeah. My therapist kind of helped me help me realize like why is that such a huge part of your identity? And it I, that's why I had a hard time kind of letting go of yeah. where I was currently working at the time yeah. because like through and through I was like I'm an ER nurse. Mm-hmm. This is mm. who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm just like I'm a human mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm a nurse. Yeah, and there's more to me than just what I do at work yeah, and exactly. what I get paid for. Yeah, I, oh my God, that's very, that's sobering. I felt that, but on a very, yeah, on it was, it's a very depressing thought to like center your, like almost like feel yeah. your importance be like ever surrounding that. Right. And when I like, during the time that I was working, and that's just a testament to nursing was my identity right i think i've kind of gotten over that hump yeah. in th- these past six months it's being at scarborough one. too yeah yeah it's a hard hump to get over and because it's one of those necessity things too it's our work we do it for a living right. and to make to be able to afford the things that we you know are able to do in life and things like that so right. it's still a big part but it shouldn't be the center when i was right. working like three jobs and then doing school full-time i definitely was when i finished I was not okay. <laughs> like, I was like, 
I f- it felt wrong for me and it felt mm-hmm. just internally like something was not right for me to f- to not feel stressed, not feel burdened or like not have like 20 million things to do and just like yeah. in a poor mental space because that was like my baseline being pressured yeah. by school and like feeling the need to go above and beyond all the time at work. Like it is such a huge like mm-hmm. detriment to put all of that like as the most important thing in your life. It's it like putting t- toxicity to the point of like where every you nursing function nur- without it. Nursing doesn't tell us that like doesn't it's not a blanket like belief that oh you know our patients matter more than us but kind of like it's like our core of nursing is like putting the others care of first. others yep. before ourselves right that's changing though it I think is it's, it it's is changing, changing a lot it is. yeah in a good way I think I think so too I feel like I, I've seen that especially in a lot of the newer nurses yeah, that yeah. You have to put yourself first. And I think a lot of people that have been in the career for longer than I have are learning that for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's even harder, I feel that like, because it's going against X years of what, yeah, what how people were doing it. Yeah. Taught and like what they've been doing for yeah. how many years. Like, yeah. It's sad. It is. And so I'm grateful that I kind of cleaved myself away from that. And, mm hmm. You know, there's more to me than, than just that. Yeah. Like, and then really like anytime, you know, if you ever took like a hit in your career. Yeah. From like a bad experience yep. or just like really feeling disappointed in yourself. Yeah. Like you could have yeah. done better with this, this or that. It hit 10 times harder because it was your identity. Exactly. It's not just an assault on your career, but yep. on who you are. I know. And so. And it's it should never have, have been <laughs> that close to your heart. It shouldn't have been that personal. Right. Like, yeah. That's hard. It is. And so that's why I'm looking forward to my 30s because yes. I'm going in with this mindset and I, I know who I am, mm-hmm. you know, and I have I just have a healthier separation That's work. Good. I love to hear that. Yeah, we love to hear it. Home. I have a question oh. for you. Go ahead. What's something that you're leaving in your 20s and Ooh. bringing into your 30s? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I feel like what I would like to bring into my 30s and leave behind in my 20s, but I'm sure part of the human nature mm-hmm. is going to follow me anyway. Self-doubt. I think mm-hmm. I've been trying to get better at um, being more like kind of confident in my decisions and stuff, but mm-hmm. I would like to be more sure of myself, I guess, mm-hmm. when it comes okay. to things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Is that, that's kind of like a twofer, twofer huh? It is. So you're leaving the self-doubt and you're bringing in the confidence. Yeah. Into the assurance. Your you know, I try to constantly, I try to do that. You come Some off pretty are, confident, I'd I, say. Let me tell you, it's from working in the ER. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, because no one need, has to know if it's your first time doing something. You have yeah. to have that confidence when people are nervous and yeah. they're worried. You know, they're like really, really sick. And you're like, mm-hmm. you've got this. Aww. We've got. The, we're gonna take care of you. It's gonna be fine. On the yep. inside, we're all like, okay, like, yeah, they're bleeding <laughs> out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know what has helped too? Not just like working in that environment, but also drag race. Yes, drag. Yeah, <laughs> everyone just emulates so much confidence. Yeah, and it's yeah. like there's so much to it. It's an art form. Yeah, but uh, really, it's like oh, that inspires me. My best friend Abby and you would get along so well. I'd love to meet Abby. Oh, yeah. She was a, she was a guest. Yeah, oh, really? she's like my little 
She's the nicer, shorter. Can you imagine somebody? <laughs> this might sound braggy. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I tell everyone she's the nicer version of myself. I can't even imagine that. Right? She's she's more. She's the most polite. Person. That's probably like the nicest person I've ever in the met. world. <laughs> yeah, like she's out there Guinness World Records. Yeah, like you think you think my voice, like you know, everyone makes whatever yeah. I say. Oh, so do you need anything else? Good. She's oh, she's a flight attendant, so that oh, has to that, tell you something. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people who work in that occupation yes. have inherently nice voices. I feel like the the meme that encompasses like flight attendants and like anyone in healthcare is like Ben Affleck with his with his oh, cigarette. Oh, like, I love that meme when he's. <laughs> sitting outside he's yes. like eyes he's like looking up yeah. with his eyes closed and so he's just like done. i feel like you can hear him just going oh yeah <laughs> that yeah. one and the um the toby mcguire one just oh, like when he's at definitely. the airport looking yes. at the paparazzi that i still feel that way yes. <laughs> i know <laughs> we're carrying that into your 30s uh, yeah i want to carry that energy into my 30s. oh my god did i ask you already are you a new year's resolution person um I don't know if I ever really used to be, but I do put a little bit of thought into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like super hardcore. I know people, people are hardcore. Yeah. I, the way I see it is, and it sounds so corny. I feel like, like every, not every day, but like every week I'm always, you know, trying to self-improve. I, yeah. It's been like a habit of mine for a while, especially since I've been in therapy and you know, that at the same time, you need to have grace with yourself yes. and allow yourself that you're human. Yeah. I haven't There's had a lot of grace be, in myself. I used to be years. really bad with it, but I've been really good about like forgiving myself and giving myself room for like error. And it's just part of life. Mm. Like, I don't want to constantly be putting myself like down or constantly being like, oh, I could be better at this, this or that. Yes. Because I think I'm great the way I am. I yeah. think everyone's great the way they are. Um, but I don't know if I had to have a resolution for this year. Uh I really have one. I lived like the last half of 2023 was like the best time I've had in like a good while. I really enjoyed how, because I changed my career. I have great friends. Like I spent time the way I wanted to. Yes. Yes. It would be to continue that, to keep that up. I think I had more time with friends and family. So God, I agree so much. I don't want to push myself too hard. Yeah. I'm doing a good job. I, I struggle with that a lot. Like I feel like I'm always, I don't know where it comes from but I think being being the youngest and being like the healthcare person in the family mm-hmm. and being yeah. the only girl like I'm always in this competition to and like Catholic. beat myself and Catholic <laughs> yeah. and moving away you know away from my family in Florida and everything I'm always ever since I was like very 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 young my mm-hmm. parents always had really high standards of me to mm-hmm. a point of like not not that healthy. Like I would really, really? self criticize and that's I my parents I did that really heavily. Yeah. I was the one pushing myself to get really good grades, but my parents weren't doing that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where that came from for me. I don't know. I don't know either. I yeah. I'm I trying to yeah. I want to. That's a good one that I probably should try to bring in because um I we talked about it on the other one too. Like if you think about it, time is a it's a social construct. I say that all the time. Like we, we don't live have all in a that, society. We live in a society. Time, time is, is a, a social, social construct. <laughs> that's the uh, reasons and those seasons. Are the, and seasonings. Those are, that's the column. <laughs> 
you're going to read and when real. you walk into our cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I mean, it's kind of, I'm trying really hard. Oh, question for you. Do you think you're a control freak? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> you already recognize I that know, in me, don't you? I and I, I try to get better do, with it. Do I come off as a control freak, do you think? A little bit. Good. I think we had a little little battle of the wills early when we started working together, but we found our flow. Did we? Maybe a little bit. I think I think, I think so. really well, but I think there was some like it was really like trying we to were, find how we worked together. Exactly. I think we were trying to feel yeah. out like how much could you pull me into doing or like tell me what to do. <laughs> I mean, I gave you a honey list <laughs> earlier. But here's the thing though. Yeah. I think we both appreciate that though, yeah, because do. like if I, if I am making a list for myself, mm-hmm. I don't feel good until I finish it. Yeah. So when we do that for each other and we both get satisfaction yeah. for like, you like this hand motion? Just- I do. It's, it's real. <laughs> yes. It's there. <laughs> like, so I, I actually, I enjoy like the list that we put together in order to get the crap that we need to do so i think we we mesh well in that sense but when it comes to like myself i i I am a control freak and i i want to let that go and be a little bit more gracious i forgot where i was going with that but definitely (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah time is a social construct i've never um i've not haven't been i there were a few years where i was like oh i want to do this New year, new me, mm-hmm. new, you know, be a completely different, like really make a big change. Um, and I keep losing my train of thought. But oh, oh, if you wanted to do something mm-hmm. like now is a better time than ever, because you don't even know if you're going to ever get a chance to do yeah. it. If you don't focus on and like really just value the things that you have in your life right, right. now and you focus on what's going to happen in the future. That's the thing. I'm a planner. I'm yeah. a control freak and I'm a planner. I love me a good planner. I love a good control, <laughs> an organized agenda with like a planner, <laughs> I like, like physically a planner. But here's the thing is it's, you're always going to want what you can't have. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, you know, it's the same with bodies, right? Yeah. It's true. It's the same with bodies. And then I was having a conversation with Christina the other day and you know, she wishes she could organize like more and yeah. plan more. Yeah. You wish you could plan a little less. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's tough. It's hard. And, and it's just completely out of, out of the blue here. But then when you look at people like that you admire and stuff, mm-hmm. like you, and you see what you want to see in people. Like sometimes I look at you and I'm like, man, like she's, she read 70 something books and she's doing this and getting your massages or even like celebrities yeah. and stuff too. It's like you could see, you know, what they present on the outside, but right. you have no idea what's going on exactly. like inside of them. So you have to just remember that people are human. You're human and yeah. you're going to like, everyone's going through some kind of growing right. pains or pains and stuff like that. All you can really focus on is the right now and like what is giving you like true happiness and like putting your energy towards that and making that, a goal. I want to live day to day and not want to wake up, play s- war play zone, zone <laughs> drop down <laughs> every day. I want to wake up the parachute. With, I want to wake up with that Corinne going down the parachute energy every day. Do with I go one. wee? Because I feel like I do say it, Corinne. It's when I so you, you the last few times it was so subtle. 
you're like, wee. And then, you know what you did the last time? You're like, whoosh. <laughs> did I? Yes, you did. Oh, no. Like, when you, when the first you went down, I was like, whoosh. And then all of a sudden, you hear me go, Janine. <laughs> I did what you did earlier in the day. I need you to Freaking heal dry. me. I need a rest. Need a rest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know I went whoosh. 2023, Grant and I are going to be Twitch gamers. And we're going to be like, on me, on me. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh that's so Jesus. funny. Did, what, did you tell me already what you're excited about reading? Oh, yeah. So I, I wrote down a couple. And this okay. is straight from my pile at home. That I'm going to read through, not just books in general, because okay. then it would maybe be a little different. But um, The Daughter of the Moon Goddess by Sulin Tan. And I can't remember exactly the premise of it, but it is a duology. And the second book is out. I think it's. Mm. Oh, don't ask me the titles. I think it's something about the sun god or something like that. But um, both books, like the covers are beautiful. They're rated well. They just mm. look really good. Okay. So that's one. And then. Um, Oh, Kristen Hanna. She writes such good Is that books. the Priory one? Nope, that's on the list. Um, she wrote, uh, Kristen Hanna wrote The Nightingale, which is a historical fiction about See, I the Nazi occupation of France in World War II and how mm. two sisters uh, lived through it. That's Aww. also going to be a movie. It was really good. I cried reading that one, but I've heard a lot of great things from like friends and patients. Some yeah. patients have talked to me about it. The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. The it's, Great Alone. Yeah. So wow. it's on my shelf. I got it for Christmas. And then um, my third one was, yes, Priory of the Orange Tree. That mm. one I have had on my shelf for almost a year. <laughs> it is just so thick. It's like 1,200 pages. Yeah. And the last book I read that was that long was The Stand by Stephen King. That's one I regret not owning, um, mm. like a physical copy. Mm. I have that on an e-reader, but... Um, it's just so big. I need, it's one of those books I, I need to like prepare myself. Sounds like one of those books that we should do like a book study on and talk about it as we read through it. Yeah, that's true. That, that's one that you break into chunks, I think. Yes. Do you also own it? No. Okay. Could you see? Oh, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm like looking over my book look you're looking. And I think that one was like, I think there's another book for that coming out. And mm. I want to say it's a prequel. Oh, so I, I love I really when they like take to it back invest in Invest into books that have like multiples. Um, but I always have a hard time when um, it's not fully released. Yes. Like Throne of Glass, fully released. Mm-hmm. Akatar, I think, I'm still sure. open. No, I think it's fully released. Are you sure? Nope. It's fully released. Um, Crescent City, still working on. I've heard mixed messages about Crescent City. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to read it. You're going to read it just to, yeah. for the culture? Yeah, I've got to finish. You got to round it out. Okay. Um, especially because people think she's going to do some like Marvel type end game mix up all three. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You might have to read them. But, oh, uh, crap. Again, theories. We, we know how all the Game of Thrones <sighs> theories went. It yeah. all didn't pan out, but um, those are some theories. But yeah, I have a hard time reading um, books when they're not fully released with the series because mm-hmm. I want to. Binge. read it in completion and i want to i want to know you want to reach completion yeah i don't want to like have you to go be back. blue balled yeah. yeah and it's I tough waiting i yeah i hate waiting too so the only things that i am willing to wait for are shows sometimes i like the yeah. structure of well, waiting like hard. every friday at, like, a, at a time emily in paris 
<sighs> yeah, no, I it's love. so good, but like, um, so good in like a oh a trash TV way. Yes, in the best, yes. like guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Definitely my guilty pleasure. Like when you go to watch it and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, I remember. Yeah, it's like you almost have to watch like a recap. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about books. Like imagine reading so many series and like so many ser- books in the series, and mm-hmm. then you're like, oh wait, yeah. the new one's out, and I have to. What do you even do? Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I mean, I can't read them all, but yeah. I, can't, <laughs> I can't do that. Are you? And now I can't you say that. Yeah. And now I'm thinking about we. Yeah, we is when I'm flying come get down. Me, come get me. Yeah, we. And then whoosh when I open the parachute. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't I, do three things at once. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I said that. Oh my god! It was hilarious, and no one said anything because. What is there to say to that? There's no, I don't know. Yeah. I need acknowledgement. Literally, it's just say less. That's my attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Jordan thought. Oh my God. Well, last like, I made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> a grave error. A grave mistake, for sure. <laughs> Can I take it away from books real quick? Yes. 2022. Mm-hmm. What were your, um, to like, like you said, round it out? Yeah. Actually, you can even tell me now up to this point in time because we're still in the first week. What are your, um, what were your favorite like music picks? I used to end with, um, I used to end with favorite songs. Favorite music picks. Yeah. It it can be, it can be artists. It can be albums. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Um, well I did my Spotify wrapped and I, I was really happy with it. Yeah. Um, you know, Taylor Swift was up there. Which, yeah. He sounds mm-hmm. so basic. Yeah. <laughs> you just say um, it. But just... Taylor Swift was up there, uh, Lil Nas X, The Weeknd, Doja mm-hmm. Cat, and Beyonce. And I feel like that's a really rounded out playlist. Um, but I have to say, album-wise, like Renaissance. Yep. That's top for me. for me. Yep, that's top for me. Loved it. Um, I think, you know, Doja Cat's album, Planet Her, was good. Mm-hmm. Montero by Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if The Weeknd's album... Um, Don yeah. FM came out 2022, but you know, I went to his concert. Last you year did. It was so good. I mean, you could tell he was singing live. He was not lip singing. Oh, good. yeah. I was just about was. to say, was it? Yeah. Like, oh, you could my tell. God. He was so good. I was so jealous that you went there. I would go again. And I saw Lil Nas X last year. Yeah. Doja Cat was supposed to be at the uh, weekend concert, but I think she had like a... She had like a cold. Like she lost she her voice or something? She had a, I think, peritonsillar abscess. Oh. And um, you're going to be there. So. You got to feel like it's the bottom of... The, you're at the bottom of the barrel and... Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I can't even imagine. So... That sucks butts, man. It does suck butts. So <laughs> we were excited. We were so excited to see her. But, you know, hopefully there will be a future time. But I yeah, hope so. I have to say music-wise... Those were your tops? Those were my tops. It, absolutely Renaissance. Absolutely Renaissance. I mean, that is... And Midnight's was good, too, but Renaissance. Renaissance took it from me. Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> it was a cultural Iconic. reset. Yes. Okay, cultural reset. It was the... It was an ode. An anthem. An ode to yes. the gay community. Yes. And we love her for that. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I was in West Hollywood and they were playing, like... <sighs> I Everything. would have given anything to go to. I wish I could have like <laughs> transported you. <sighs> you know what? I'm going to now save that for another time. But okay. <laughs> I think for me, uh, I share with you Renaissance. Yes. That was so good. Um, I don't want to mention the ones because I did mention 
um, a few in my last podcast, I did have, um, I, I was like circulating through um, Midnight's just yeah. for that was a great dedication. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I wasn't um, like finding myself like favoriting like a lot of the songs there, yeah. but I love Taylor Swift just out of necessity. Like it, <laughs> it's just a part of yeah. growing up. Um, it is. And then what I do, um, an honorable mention, I think, yeah, because SZA's album came out yeah, at the end I, of last year, I can't right? I if it was at the end of the beginning, but that, I've been oh, playing that album a lot lately. Me too. Specifically, Kill Bill. Yep. F2F. I like the oh, kind of rock vibe yes. on that one. Really good. Um, Blind. Yep. I love, oh my God, I love... Kill Bill. When I yeah, when I play so when good. I when I want to like go through the album, I mm-hmm. I go to Kill Bill and then I go all the way through until Snooze, and then I pick up on um, I do love Gone Girl, and yep. then I play the rest of the album from Ghost in the Machine down. Oh yeah, I love Conceited too. That one just makes me want to bounce. I feel like this album was similar to Midnight's for me in the sense that they were both growers. Like yeah. it took me several listens for some yes. of the songs to grow on me. Definitely. But off the bat, I really did love Kill Bill. The sea, um, the sealing, like the nail that sealed the coffin of the vampire for me with this album. <laughs> okay. Close enough. <laughs> was um, when we were in California, one of our friends, AB, she yeah. was like super into it and was just yeah. like shuffling it the whole time. And then, we were just like vibing and yeah. I was like, dang, okay, I'm listening yeah. to this like for real now and it's, it's good. Not just casually. Not it's just not casually. a casual listen. And then honorable mention too. Um, I don't know if they're, they're not terribly popular, but it's um, Mako Road. They're almost like reggae mixed with like old classic Rocky kind huh. of vibes teddy and i love them they've got sick guitar solos and like i said teddy's a shredder so (laughs) whenever i hear like a really good like breakdown or a solo i would just be like oh jesus it's so good they're they're amazing i would love to see them live too so those are my top musica ones that's pretty much all that's pretty much all i got what do we um what do we got planned for next episode? You want to do a little book study or something like that? Let's do it. You want we'll to? We'll have to pick a book. We'll have to pick a book. And what we'll, what we're going to have to do is I'm going to have to announce it to the listeners. Yeah. Have them so vote that, on it. Yeah. Oh, that's what a the good one. Want. That's a good one. Want. Let them pick it. You would do that? I would do that. Yeah. I'll do it for the people. Dang. <laughs> Dang. And that'll be really fun. I've always wanted to do that. And then we have inklings of like starting our own little book club, which has been my dream, yes. which is the reason behind why I started the podcast in the yeah. first place. So um, it was a pleasure having you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> first time ever <laughs> on oh, a pod. I know. You sound like a pro if I oh, do say God. so myself. No. I. <laughs> <laughs> You just, <laughs> I hope we get to uh, do it again soon, you know? Yeah, and we'll go over there. Thanks for talking 2023 with me. Yes. Yeah, you'll good. have to kick your fiance out and then have I'll spend have time with me. Set up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I could bring it like a yes. uh, hired chef. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to tell oh my God. Can we do that? Sure. Oh my God, maybe next week. So I guess... 
that's something to stay tuned for is I do plan on being a little bit more active here again, like the the life and like the free time and being able to, you know, have space for the things that we want to do has been such a refreshing like reset. And I don't think I've enjoyed life more than I have in the past like six months with you. That's my That's so best sweet. friend. <laughs> my best friend yeah. too. <laughs> Tell me why she walks it. This is what you just call me friend. This is my best friend yeah. in front of my patient. You're so annoying. <laughs> and I, now you say best friend. Now I say best friend just to you know just to please a few. You know I can't be thinking anything otherwise. <laughs> oh my god well i love you thank you again yeah you're the best thanks you're the best to be continued on the next episode and i just want to thank you guys for listening supporting the pod make sure you follow on instagram share it review it all the things spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you listen and i will see you in the next episode bye bye